This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and our accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist, zenroclothingco.com, music for your everyday. This episode also sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Bake daily, crafted with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use, and um, is great, you know? If you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself, definitely check out Podbean. Use uh, the link podbean.com slash Socraticgamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free. Test it out, build that content. Uh, anyone can podcast, right, Vish? Yep. Start a, start a podcast and uh, get your ideas out there. All right, enjoy the episode. All right, I think we'll start with uh, this training that I had to do. I was like mentioning it to you guys, and I was like, I didn't know that there was, there's actually exact definitions for everything that we're, all right, so remember that big thing before where like, as they were, they're trying to define like different genders. Remember, and the whole, the big thing was like, well, if you identify as like a female, but you're a male, that could, uh, like, it's totally fine in terms of, you know, your, um, your superficial level where it's like, okay, well, how do you see yourself a perspective? Right. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like science or like, how's that going to affect, um, like the medicine? Right. So it turns out that they actually did differentiate the two. And I didn't know that mm-hmm. it's like, it's down to like sex and gender, but gender is what that whole, um, LGBTQ two S yep. thing is two mm-hmm. S plus. So anyways, so like they broke down all these different things and um, it's it's interesting how before we only had like one definition of like you're like heterosexual and you're a male. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, was, it was kind of like that was your identity before, right? And then now if you're heterosexual and you're a male and you identif- and identify as a male, they consider you like cisgendered. Yeah. So it's like an actual like term now, mm-hmm. you know, like they've like defined everything so specifically that you can fall into whichever category. So like, like trans doesn't actually mean somebody who's like transitioning, but it's like you have two, um, two identity, like male, female within you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the one that really was fascinating to me was the plus. So what they did with this is if you have the plus, it means that if it doesn't fall into any of these categories, then you can just be added to. That's why they add the plus. Mm-hmm. So remember the person in like um, US who's like Foxkin or like I identify as a fox. Okay. Yeah. So he would fall under the plus, mm-hmm. which is like, it, it really made me think from uh, from the perspective of, online worlds mm-hmm. you know because like it's almost like it's positioning us or like yeah positioning our our frame of reference in a way that's like when we go online if you're like an ogre you know what i mean yeah, but yeah, like yeah. but what is your your sex because like in the real world like what like we need yeah, for yeah. biology mm-hmm. you know so there's like a bio biological um biological like male and female but then like other than that it's like whatever you want at this point mm-hmm you know, fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cause it's like, he's like, do you see what I mean? Where 
as we do this in our world, because now we have the ability to like, like actually change into the other, the other gender, mm-hmm. you know, like, but before it was like when we were kids, it was so difficult to transition in from male to female or vice versa. Right. But yeah. now we have the technology that actually allows you to do this. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we see that there are like elves now. You, do you see that one where like the, I think it was like an Asian, Asian person or a white person. can't remember, but they were like turning themselves into an elf through like plastic surgery. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 but, but like, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen that. Okay. Okay. So, um, with that, it's like, yeah, okay. You just fall into the plus mm-hmm. now. And it's like how it's almost like, it's almost like it's not real anymore. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. they, before these identification states were a thing. And then so many people were like, well, I don't want to fall into your stereotype now. So now we're just like, right. whatever, mm-hmm. you know, even, even things like non-binary, right? I don't consider like binary is like one or the other. So yeah. they're like, Oh, I don't consider myself one or the other. So it's like, you'd fall under that camp, mm-hmm. you know, but like, how do you move forward with this? You know, you know what I mean? Like all, all I was thinking, like, like what is the simplest way to, cause like, as I was doing the training, I was like, okay, you're making this really, like I had to memorize all these definitions. I was like, Oh, this is a lot now. And then if you keep adding mm-hmm. to it, it's going to be more and more. So it's like, it's almost like just do whatever you want to do. It's almost like you don't, if you, if you have the, like the base principle of whatever goes, goes that we yep. don't even need to <coughs> bless you. We don't even need, bless you. We, we don't even need to like consider these things. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, how far are we going to push this thing before we just accept that everyone is whatever they want to be? Mm-hmm. You're like, are we just going to delete this in the future? You know what I'm saying? Like, are we just going to like get rid of like gender altogether? It's just like, we're just looking at the biology. Cause it, I can foresee a point where it's like way too much. That's maybe that's why they put the plus in there. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, if none of this falls under that category, we're just going to add you the plus. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, what do you think? Where do you think we're headed or? I think where we, where they want to be headed is more just inclusive. Right. Right. But, but, but like, it's almost like if to be really inclusive is to be indifferent, right? It's like, do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, but in the pursuit of inclusivity, you're adding so many solid definitions. Like I, like I was like, Oh, like cisgender is a whole new term I need to learn. And that's what I am. Right. Or it's like, you are a male who was born a male and is heterosexual. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you made it three layers, you know, like three identification points for this one word. But then it's like, what about other variations of identification Mm -hmm. states, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know, I just, I thought that was kind of weird. And, like, even colloquial terms, like, hey, guys, it's like, you almost have to delete that now. Because, like, guys is a, is a uh, identification state that you might not fall under. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's where it gets tricky, because it depends on what you define as guys. That's, see what I mean, right? But then, but then, it was good that the government does actually have a standardized definition for everyone. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. Because it's like, all right, now we're all, like, talking about the same thing. But I'm just wondering, like, what what is the point of diminishing returns? You know? It's like, if somebody comes up with something like, hey, man, I'm this. And you're like, I've never even heard of that before. It's like, well, you disrespected me because you didn't know that I was this. And it's like, I didn't even know that was a definition. You know? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's what I mean. It's like, it, like, it's the way forward, just deleting all of this and just being like, do whatever you want, but we're going to just keep the biological marker because we need to know that for science. Yeah. I mean, the biological marker is when it still stays, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah These definitions the, are, yeah. people fall into different groups here and there that changes, that may change over time too. Right. Right. Like, right. Right. Yeah. For the individual. Even, yeah. Even things like um, the one thing that I noticed was missing was like the definition of parent. So like when they're saying uh, parental leave, that's one of the things we had to learn. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't fall under just the woman anymore because yeah, no. a man can be a parent as well. Like like two men can be parents, right? Yeah. Right. So, but then I was like, what about dog parents? Because then where do we go with that? Because it's like if I identify as my dog as like my kid, right? then that's not inclusive to me. Mm-hmm. You do you get what I'm saying? It's like, where do we draw the line? Right, right, right. Before we just get rid of it altogether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It almost yeah. seems like we're we're the growing pains, right? We're like, we're like, no, you got to include this. Okay, you got to include that. You got to include this. And they're like, you know what? Just throw your hands up in there and be like, <laughs> we're just going to not assume anything and we're just going to keep the... Right. Do right. you get what I'm saying now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it makes no sense because like, then I feel left out because they're talking about like... Um, by pe- making sure people are not left out. That's, it, the, that's, that's the point of inclusivity, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. And they're talking about like the definition of like equality. This was pretty interesting. I think it just comes down to science. I feel like, like at the yeah, end I, of it, right? I agree. And it's <laughs> like if you just keep the scientific biological marker, do whatever you want because everything else is just an identification state. Like, there was uh, yeah. like something to do with dogs. This is a little bit maybe slightly off topic, but there was like uh, I was in the news the other day. It was like. Um, I think they made a rule where they can't bring dogs in. You know how they, like the rescue dogs? Oh, yeah, rescue dogs. Uh, like when? rescuing dogs from like those other countries that are... Oh, you can't do that? Uh, if they have had... Uh, what, what, uh, what's the thing that... Rabies. Oh, prior. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That uh, by, even though you bring those dogs in if, to get the shots and everything, because they already had rabies, that they could still spread it. So, oh, really? So a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot oh, of the, so the, there was like the the vets are agreeing with that's the science, and then mm-hmm. the people that want to um, bring the dogs in, bring the dogs in, they're like, this is not fair to them, blah blah blah. But yeah. then there's there's the clash of the science. Totally. And or I, the the science says that they can still spread it even though they, they had it before. For sure. For sure. And. Like two things from this point is that it goes back to the whole idea of like life is just a story you tell yourself. Like whatever identification state or like story essentially mm-hmm. you want to create in your head is totally fine. Mm-hmm. But we can't we can't go away from science, mm-hmm. right? Like it was even in the training. It's like you need to know your sex just in case the medication doesn't right. Like all like yeah. med- medication wise, we need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So, like, just like the the rabies thing, it's like, we don't want to spread rabies. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it has nothing to do with your perspective. Mm-hmm. It's literally just like we're it's protecting it. other dogs against. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, we, we always have to fall back to science. Even, like, um, things like, you know, um, energy healings, right, for, like, I mean, placebo effects totally work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But placebo falls under science as well because mm-hmm. they know about placebo effects. Mm-hmm. So, like... Not really, like, when you say, like, science, it's more like the scientific method. It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, when people are like, oh, well, this is science, it's like you can... Two two points of view can argue over science, right? But the whole idea of, like, scientific method is, like, test, retest, prove independently. Mm-hmm. That, 
that's just like objectivity. You just yeah. have to be objective about what it is you're pursuing forward, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I feel like we totally agree on this, but some other people might not see it that way as like... No, I think um, as an adult, you can do or be whatever you want, right? That's... Yeah, totally. If you want to, you know, um, pierce your eyeball, you can totally do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but I shouldn't judge you for the things you choose to do as long as it's, like, not harming another, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was saying, you can do whatever you want to yourself. Yeah, 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 for you sure. you want, but that's... But there are also, like, laws against, like, self-harm, you know? Uh, yeah, there's, the, again, the, depends on, yeah, how much self-harm, what's that, what is that considered, right? So it's like, if it's there to reach, uh, there's self-harm in a negative sense, or, like, you, that's a, it can be different, right? Like, you can go through, adding a tattoo is a self-harm. Exactly, that's what I mean, like, where, where do you But then your the outcome, outcome of that is you're more happier, because you want a tattoo, it's got a different, you know what I mean? But, but maybe you should allow for even self-harm. As long as you're not harming another individual. Yeah, maybe. Because, yeah, I guess that's where there's like that, um, the assisted death thing. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, they have that. But that was a big thing before. Remember, they mm-hmm. wouldn't allow uh, assisted suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was a huge controversy, you know. Yeah. But you can see when it's beneficial. Yeah, maybe it is really just don't just don't like hurt other people. It's what, yeah, not harming others. Yeah, yeah. because like. Where do you draw the line for harming yourself? Who's going to say what's harming yourself or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and who's going to stop you? Yeah, it's horrible, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the government does stop you right now. Like, if, if I tell you, like, I have suicidal ideation and you're my doctor, you have to call someone. Yeah, yeah but that potentially could also harm others, right? Because if... Because like of your... No, but, like, I don't know what you... Like, other types of um, things that are maybe not in your control or it's, like, you, that potentially could harm others... Instead of not just harming oh, yourself. Okay. Like, I think those are the things that would be involved. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, what the, where they draw the line. Yeah, and then, but that's, again, based on the science. And, and the, the legal definitions. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's weird when, it's weird when a, like, a small group of humans tries to govern a larger group of humans. Mm. You know? It's almost like we don't trust you to manage yourself so we need to set out these guidelines which is true though like i feel a lot of people like i feel like on the whole we couldn't self-govern as effectively as if we let a smaller group do it for us because all right so for example if if there were no traffic lights right because that's like a small group setting structure for a large group mm-hmm. right and then i would just run the traffic light and then who would go first or something like that you know yeah you, you almost you almost do need that parent watching you in life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah I get that. Because yeah. how would we? How do we function if we all got into like a four-way stop? Who's going to choose? Who's going to go first? Mm-hmm. But there's like a law for that. Yeah, there's a rule for that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. The the more you think about it, it's like humans really are herd animals. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. or else chaos. Right. That's why we need the. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But before, like, uh, jumping into um, the the second part of that training that I thought was really interesting, in terms of structure, I find that, like, at least for myself, 
I do really well with like structured tasks, like, like time blocks. Like, all right, so example, um, I'm like hyper, I'm like a hyper planner for my time. So it's like from this time to this time I'm doing this, from this time to doing this, this time, you know what I mean? Like I, I structure it out and I just execute the plan according to what's on paper, right? Mm -hmm. And I found that during COVID when I was like in between jobs, I was like, what do I do with my time? You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's you could do anything. So then if you have too many options, it's almost like the chaos ensues and like human beings are, yeah, like yeah, yeah. We, we require some level of structure, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was, I was noticing that about myself. Even like going to the gym now, right? I'm like, okay, adding this structural component, it, it's like forcing myself to follow structure makes my structure, my discipline muscle stronger for other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, because like discipline's a muscle, it's like a mental muscle, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And like the more you exercise that muscle, the better you get at executing on that thing. Because you're like, no, I'm doing this from this time. Just like comparatively, because yeah, yeah, I notice yeah, yeah, that yeah. I get a lot, I'm very productive, like hyper efficient in my day. And like, that's only because I'm hyper efficient and structured in all parts of my life. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas like, I notice that some people are not like that and they'll get like one thing done that day. And you're like, what? Like you had like a full day to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, structure. Human beings require it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then there's also, like, to go back to the the like whole gender idea, too much structure is also really bad because it's like, or is that, would you consider that structure? Or is that, like, definitions? I think it's just definitions. I don't think it's... Yeah, it's not really, like, it's more like categories. Yeah. Like, yeah. structure is more like, I'm doing this for this time, mm -hmm. this for this time, this for this time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the okay, so the other part of that training which is interesting is we I learned about like intersectionality. So mm -hmm. what that is is like for a human being think, all right, this is what I likened it to. And I was like, Oh, I see where you guys are going. Think about like character hit points. You know, like uh attack, defense. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, right? Like you have a character and like their attack levels here, their defense levels here. So what they're introducing is like this thing called intersectionality where uh, gender, uh, your uh, race, your sexuality, your culture, like all these components make up a human being now. But it's like, if you played video games, didn't you know that before? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, it's like, I just keep seeing more, um, more parallels to our transition to the online world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, cause it's like the fact that they were, and they call it intersectionality is like all these elements affect you as a human being. It's like, of course they do. Like, mm -hmm. Who didn't know that, you know? Yeah. I don't know, like, maybe that's, like, conspiratorial on my end, being, like, we're slowly pushing ourselves to the online world. I don't know. What do you think? No, I think it makes well, it makes sense. Though. We're surrounded by the online world, right? Yeah. So we're going to be more... Um, I feel like it's, it's, uh, it's, not, it's a mutual thing, where it's, like, because of the online world that we're in now, and how that's going to affect our real world too because it's now we're oh, in now we're together so it's not really like we're pushing ourselves towards there it's like a symbiotic relationship it's like one affects the other yeah i could see that yeah yeah because because you know from the internet so that's where you 
you find your groups, right? Yeah, facts. Because how did you even know that, like, let's say you were in a homogeneously heterosexual area. How do you even know about non-binary? Yeah. You would have, like, Googled that. Yeah. Like, nobody, if, if everyone in your circle is heterosexual, right, and they all identify as, like, and they're all cisgendered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you feel then, like you, something's wrong with you. And you're like, oh, what's going on? But then you Google it, and you're like, oh, other people feel this way? Yeah. Yeah, maybe the access to information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It, it is like a symbiotic relationship. It's like, as you find out more through the digital world, the more it's affecting your real world. Mm-hmm. And then the laws in the real world are affecting your, or no, the, yeah, the laws in the real world are being affected by the digital world as well. Like yeah. we're, we're, they're mirroring each other now. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is like, I don't know. It's, it's just interesting to see like the whole idea of intersectionality. I was like, oh, they're like playing cards. They're like character. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you're playing a role playing game or like. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Yeah. But you don't, you don't really encounter this kind of stuff. Mm, encounter in what sense? Like, well, like having to do trainings like that or. No. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's just the industry that I'm in, you know? Yeah. 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 I know. I think. I think in a lot of places they will probably implement these things, but it depends on um, how big or what exactly the field is and things like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what would actually be so easy if you just like adopted this viewpoint. If you took the Taoist viewpoint, which is like it's all a part of nature, then it wouldn't seem weird. All of these things, you know, it's only like. Um, like Abrahamic religions and all that, that create like these structured ideas of like, man must be with women Mm -hmm. and like, you must bear children, blah, blah, blah. It's like, if you, if you take like a Taoist view, which is like, it's all just a part of nature and it's all just happening, then there'd be no argument, Mm -hmm. you know? It's like, oh, I like the same sex as me. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, it's nature. Right. You think we'll ever hit that? Like that, like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like we're inching more and more towards that viewpoint. But even, even things like, like just like respecting nature now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause before we used to like destroy the land to get our product. And now we're like, Oh, we can't actually do that. We need to work in unison with the land. Mm-hmm. Like that's what like regenerative farming is. Yeah. But that's like Taoism in a nutshell. It's like work in harmony with everything. Yeah, I mean, that's we will always change based on whatever is going on, right? So we saw the um, there's an issue with the way we're farming. So there's going to be people that are looking at yeah, yeah, yeah for sure solutions yeah, and I things wonder, like that. I wonder if the end goal is going to be like some form of Taoism at the end of it. Yeah, but I don't know if there's ever an end of it, but you know, we go through phases, but, but, but we go through tra- changes. The, the end would be a full acceptance of whatever, like it is what it is. Like that literal coining of like, it is what it is, is like the epitome of Taoism. Mm-hmm. Right. So that almost seems like the end goal to me, mm-hmm. you know? And I wonder if like, this is the growing pains to that point. Sure. Could you see it or no? No, I can see that to that point. Yeah. But what happens next? <laughs> then the barbarians that they gave, like we talked about before, they're, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, exactly. they're too soft now. They just kill all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, anything else on that point? No. All right. So NASA released its images, newest image of the James Webb telescope. Telescope. Yeah, I thought that was so fascinating that, 
like if you showed me that video right that morning of uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson talking <laughs> about how like the it's like on a grain of sand yeah like the the image the size of this like part of the sky that they've taken this image is if you yeah, pull out like a grain of sand and you you know hold stretch it. it out yeah hold it hold your arm out with the grain of sand yeah you hold your arm out with the grain of sand that's the area that they pictured yeah if you put that against the sky yeah yeah, yeah. um and in that picture was so many stars and galaxies yeah not unlike our own is what yeah. he said so like yeah. you never know if one of those has life on it as well mm-hmm. right and um so i started sharing that around and one person was like it's interesting people's responses though like some people were like oh this is amazing this is so fascinating and then one person wrote um that they were too afraid of the actual size of the universe so they won't be clicking on the link that i sent <laughs> and i was like oh that's really fascinating because it's like what does that say about you yeah, yeah yeah you know like the when you realize how big the universe is you realize how small you are mm-hmm. and can your mind take the fact that it is so insignificant mm-hmm. you know even comparatively to like the the earth right or like okay the earth has you know seven plus billion people on it so if you think about that you're like oh i'm very small in comparison right now we extrapolate okay and your earth is one of billions or trillions or zillions within the universe mm-hmm. it's like how small do you feel now yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know yeah. and then like either that gives you some sort of peace or freaks you out mm-hmm. you know interesting but i find that like i felt that too remember you used to always stare at the sky yeah yeah I always... you love that when we were kids you'd be like we'd be like outside like two in the morning you'd be like looking out at the sky <laughs> and i would never it freaked me out every time because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. oh this thing is vast i yeah. can't look at it yeah but i think that's that's how you for me it was more like looking up being that yes that we're so small but that i'm at this point where i can actually like conscious enough to understand that right like yeah okay and that um that i'm able to experience this world Mm, being alive right yeah you know what's all right you know what's actually really interesting so they are they talk about i read this article before on like spiritual experiences are based off awe if you can create awe Mm, in someone yeah like wonder right that's the that's the bedrock of a spiritual experience Mm -hmm. right and even though you haven't had like deep psychedelic experiences you came to the same conclusion through awe mm-hmm. right you were looking at space and you're like wow that's amazing and like mm-hmm. oh i am tiny in this little thing you know yeah whereas most of us like walk around with blinders on of like shielding yeah. our mind mm-hmm. from our insignificance mm-hmm. you know or even things just like talking about death like oh you're gonna die one day like that creates such a shock to the system yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah like um, like NDEs, the near death experiences, are a big thing for people to like revamp their lives, mm-hmm. right? They need like a, they need a shock to this like to realize that it could all end in a second. But like, like it's it's right in front of your face. It's like you just didn't think about it. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. of course we'll all die in any second. Mm-hmm. You know, but because we pushed it so far out of our minds, we've like been crippled to the idea and that crippling is what creates maladaptive behavior right yeah, yeah, yeah. right because then you start hoarding things or like 
Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't even think you're going to live forever. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the thing that always, like, when, when you look at the sky, too, everything that you're seeing is also, may not exist anymore. No, yeah, but for right? sure. What you're looking at is the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really trippy. Right? And so, we again, like, we could already be dead. And yeah. we're in someone else's. Oh, they're looking at us. No, we, we literally are already dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, they're looking at, you know, our true solar system and we're already it's in their past right that's a psychedelic experience like <laughs> no like literally like like that that actual that perspective like i mean they even come up with uh terms where like high talk mm-hmm. right but we we can actually enter into these states of contemplation while sober but it's only in those psychedelic states where you actually you can't control it it's like it's just happening so you can't run from it anymore right right because like all right so you're telling me this right now i'm like i don't want to talk about this anymore (laughs) and then you're running from it yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. but with like that's why i'm an advocate for psychedelics for some people um if you if you take it you're not going to run you can't run from it your mind's just going to keep fixating on that thing you know Mm mm-hmm and like that, and that's why so many people have like profound experiences. But you, you know, it's like this, these are common thoughts, just right. thoughts that nobody keeps thinking about after a certain age, mm-hmm. right? Like when you're a kid, you think about this, yeah, 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 yeah. But then there comes a point where it's like, I gotta get a job, I gotta get bills, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, mm-hmm. and then you start like deleting that from your mind, yeah, 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 or like pushing it out. Yeah, wonder leaves. And you're just more stuck in reality kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yes, you're right. Wonder leaves. And that is the foundation for, like, being childlike forever. Mm. Like, you know, um, like in, in yoga stuff or, like, spiritual things, they're like, go back to the wonder of a child. Yeah. Right? But they're only saying that. Not Don't be childlike, though. Like, no, no, no. Child, be childlike, but don't be childish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. And um, that's only because when you're a kid, everything is like awe-inspiring. You don't even know what this world is. But then you hit this point where you're like, oh, I know what this is. Oh, I've seen this before. Oh, I know how this is going to turn out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, and then you start building a sense of like, um, like not skepticism. You're like cynical about everything or like jaded. It it could be. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. Like at at a certain age, um kids are just asking questions why that's yeah and then the parents are like oh well, like hundreds why? of why 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 yeah, why exactly <laughs> but we stopped doing that yeah. at a certain point like you know there's like um there's no precursor for becoming an adult mm-hmm. there's no um rite of passage right right if you look at the agoji for the 300 you'd have to do these trials mm-hmm. to like be considered an adult mm. in africa they have the um the fire ants inside your hands inside the thing you put your hands in yeah yeah i think you showed me that the fire ants um maybe yeah it's, it's like even in dune dune was kind of like oh yeah, yeah dune. that's kind of i think where they got the idea from probably like putting his hand yeah, in and then in the box yeah, yeah. yeah. it's kind of yeah. like that with the fire ants i guess right right you need to test your adulthood Mm -hmm. but we don't really do that and you we have this arbitrary number which is like 18 you're like oh you're an adult now yeah right what do i know like what have i experienced enough to know about the world Mm -hmm. you know and i I feel like you also have to know both sides of the coin 
what it's like to have things and not have things because then you appreciate having things Mm -hmm. you know yeah because because like a lot of people who who think they're being spiritual it was was actually in white lotus the um okay the show show. so the daughter (laughs) was being very like woke you know she's like oh we stole everyone's land and like mm. now we're just oppressor, oppressors <laughs> and stuff blah, blah 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 like the white daughter right and then the white father was like oh okay so how are we gonna solve this you want me to give all our money back <laughs> and it was like well we can't do that yeah so yeah, yeah. you need you need like a bit of the jading but not forget about your wonder mm-hmm. it's like a weird balancing act mm-hmm. you know yeah i think that's why you know buddhists believe in the middle path because it's like it's not one or the other it's like yeah your ancestors did steal this land but you're also benefiting from it so mm-hmm. what are you gonna do about it right yeah yeah you and know? we're here now so and we're here now it's like i didn't do those things <laughs> but acknowledging like yeah that did happen in the past yeah. you know but the past is the past like how are you gonna move forward you know yeah well i would say it's more like acknowledging the past and then finding solutions to the problems that we have now or, or yeah, for sure, I agree with you. But what about like one one thing is like that's big now. It's like land acknowledgments, right? Like I acknowledge sure. that I'm on Native American land, and this was stolen by the colonials. Like we have to like okay, yeah, start yeah, yeah. these, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're giving me lip service. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, th- uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, actions need to be taken. Yeah, not just so, words. okay. Now you know. So what? Mm-hmm. It's like. I'm going to give you this free 30 second spiel <laughs> about how I understand that that happened in the past, but what is my reparations? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I just find, I find it weird. It's like, it's it's like going to church asking for forgiveness, but then robbing someone else later on. Right. Oh, I'll just, I'll ask for forgiveness later. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy to me. Yeah. It's like, we are, running off of like superficial scripts yeah i mean yeah this is it's all in the government you choose i guess that's who's trying to but but how how do we move like how does one move forward from that like like all right i'm just gonna ask you an open-ended question because i don't actually know the answer Mm. how do you solve the native american issue or that's actually the wrong word to say because they don't like that anymore because it has American in it. The indigenous issue. Well, I think it's, it's, just, it's not it's not just one issue, right? There's multitudes of issues within that. That. Yeah, for sure. We, we have to deal with, and I think I feel like it's more like that is more like I would say local oriented that you have to focus on, right? Okay, so so how, that, how that, would you? That would be. Like, this has to be, like, I, as an individual, can't do anything, but I, as a government, they can, right? Okay, so what would the solution be on an individual level? Is, well, our individual level is by voting for people that would. Okay, fair. Okay, I can see that. Yep, yep, yep. Because, well, all right, so I'll give you one of the things that they kind of make us do. Is like, you have to um, make these pacts. Where it's like, I will read five indigenous books, or I will listen to more indigenous music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. But that also feels superficial. It's like, yeah, you can read about it. You can like like their stuff on Instagram. You can follow them. But it's yeah, like... But, well, you don't have to necessarily... Yeah, yeah, I understand that. But like, I don't think you I need don't to... like that music either. Yeah, I don't think you need to do those things. I feel like if you're... 
I, I feel like in order to actually make changes, you by picking leaders that are talking about those issues that you are are pushing for those types of things to make changes in those communities. Yeah. Okay. I see that point. I think that's the only way that you can do it right now. Right. But then, but then, do you also notice that most leaders are colonials? No, it's not about most leaders. Yeah, that, that's that's how you pick, right? So it's no, like no, who, but, but like like within our government, like we'll talk about our government right now. It's all just like white people. Uh, no, it's whoever's in power, running, right? In power, in power, in power. Yeah, no, that's, no, of course, anybody can run. Yeah, but I'm I mean, talking about whoever power. is running, right? Who you're put, who you're voting for, for in sure, those types for sure. of run and in those types of things. Yeah. But the people in power, it's like they're they're all of one perspective yeah so generally what's happening also is like who is voting right so if a lot of people are not voting right if um, the ones that are voting are mainly white people then you're going to get more of a white people perspective yeah, yeah perspective like in, in the government in, yeah 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 right like how for like for like ontario but ford winning but many people did not vote the ones who did vote are most likely white older people but but right for sure for sure so who well it's like almost like they're holding on to a dying system but who who else is running that isn't white in the highest part of highest parties of government aside from jagmeet saying who else is running no they all um they all get picked from within the party right it's not like someone just I'm oh, going to be the run. No, no, no. Oh, okay. They're chosen as like, like the they voted on like, so whoever captain, the, like, yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So then that also begs the question of like, like that's why right now we don't have a conservative leader, right? Interesting. They're, they have a race internally. So if you are a conservative member, you could vote. Okay. Okay. But then doesn't that speak to the idea that it's like, why are, if you can vote, then why are they all voting internally for one race primarily? Uh, well, how can I like you're just saying Jagmeet is was someone that's not of the white race, right? Which is one, yeah. So like one out of I don't know how many. Yeah, sure. Um, that's up to the. Uh, so, so it's almost like you guys need to catch up to space. So, so it's like okay, if you really want to make change, then you have to work. It's like the idea of you have to work twice as hard for compared to another person who's like white. You have to work twice as hard if you're colored because um, there there's less of you. Yeah, and it's up to who's who wants to run, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's like who's also putting their foot in to wanting to run. So if there's no one showing up, Jagmeet did put his foot in, right? So it's yeah. like the other people put their foot in. Okay. Who's willing to take the chance to? Because it's once you're like, it's not an easy job, too, right? Once no, you're, for sure. No, I tell you. Once you're in there, you're 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 like you're daily being attacked. <laughs> for sure. Can you handle yeah, those sort sure. of things? Yeah. I'm I'm just wondering, like, because we're we're talking about like systemic barriers, you mm-hmm. know, and is this just one of those barriers that's also there, but we're not addressing? Like, like, all right, you have. 20 people running to be in office only one of them is non-white so then that person has to work 20 times as, as than a federal as, and, in a federal saying. but you're saying in a federal level yeah um we have local governments right there yeah for sure for sure yeah. but they have to work their way up to get to that federal level right if they want to be in a federal position but a lot of things happen within within local governments right 
Yeah, and a lot of people sure. that are running in local areas are more inclined to be how the so, local people are like, right? So essentially, they more more BIPOC people need to work in systems of government and work their way up. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. In order to see change, and that we need to vote for them. Yeah. So it's like a slow grind process because most it's of a it's slow thing. already. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's an interesting thing about it? how many people even know how that works? Like I didn't know and then you just told me I'm like, oh that's interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the indifference when it comes to politics is so No, I unreal. get that. But then that's what I'm saying. If you want to make change, you gotta know. Yeah, how to make change, yeah. Because yeah. if you're just yelling about change, then how do you know how you're gonna fix it if you don't know how to fix it? Yeah, fair point. Yeah, fair point. And then are they even really are they even really the biggest change makers, people in government, or is it more? Yeah, like in, in policies level? that they in policies that they that they are uh, fighting for. If they're not agree, if you're not generally, what happens if they're not going through with the policies that the people want, they will not be voted in. That's how it always happens. But 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 like who? There's always this battle between like commercial sector and government sector, right? Like who's really in power? Is it governments or is it the companies? No, um, I'm saying that who are making these laws. So, like, uh, that would be in government, right? For, no, for sure, for sure. Um, but, like... So, like, like maybe making... So, for instance, making rules, like, for, like, environmental stuff. That's government. Okay, yeah, for sure. Okay, right? Like, so, if a company is dealing with a lot of chemicals, maybe they, maybe they were, like, before, they're, like, dumping in the lakes. Now they can't do like that, right? Yes, yeah, I see your point. But that's why it forces them to go to, like, other countries like China where it's legal. And then you're giving their yeah. Their so you implement the these types of um, they were saying yeah. But if you want to like not pollute the lake, right? For instance, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So those are those rules are not made from the go- like the businesses. Those are rules made from the government. Right. And, right, right. But, but, but based then, on who we were voting on, right? But then the indirect effect on the people because of the change in economics within the country. Well, what I'm trying to say is like, I think that. I personally think that it's more businesses that change things than governments. I think governments do influence it, but at the end of the day, I think it's businesses. I could be wrong. That's why I'm not asking you. I'm just okay. like wondering uh, what it your depends. Point I think is. I think it depends. I don't think it's like a like one or the other. I feel like there are things that okay. if businesses want to have good relationships with the local community, they could do that. Yeah. Or, all right. Let, let's say gas for an example. Yeah. So um, gas prices are really high because there's a carbon tax. Sure. So the the gas companies aren't dropping their prices. They're like, no, these are the prices. So what government had to do was drop the carbon tax mm-hmm. to get the prices a little lower. Yeah. So it's like, who was really in power there? Um, like the government yielded to a consumer thing. Yeah, no, I think pricing is, is a bit different, right? Like, for instance, like how much you can't deal with like pricing and stuff. That's that's like OPEC is a whole different thing, right? Okay. Is a whole different ball game. The it was the yeah the Ontario's Conservative Party that removed that carbon tax or whatever, which will alleviate the pain a little bit. I think the didn't the federal government give some money just recently about some carbon maybe I got relief like a, too. I got a um, payout from the government for some like green energy thing. I didn't even know what it was. I was yeah, like, oh, is, cool. is, is, is like a, yeah carbon relief or whatever. Yeah, so they all. Oh, okay, there's another okay. check that went up. That's what that was. I was like, yeah, I yeah, yeah. this money. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And each depends on the family, your income and family, how much you get. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right, but, but to circle back on it, it's like, it seems like companies are still sovereign powers despite the government. Right. Okay. Like uh, the government's like, Hey, more inclusivity. Mm-hmm. The company can or cannot comply with that. It's up to them. Yeah, it depends. And then the, it, where it goes under, if it goes under human rights regulations and these sort of, these sort of things, right? There are, there are things that if their government is not following the rules, certain rules, or uh, sorry, the company's not following the rules, you can take them to court, right? Yes. Yes, you can. I don't know. I'm just wondering, like... I feel like it all dep- it depends on what you were talking. Like, it depends on the situation. Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I'm just like a firm believer in business. That's why. No, no, no. Yeah, I agree with uh, capitalism and business. But like also like I feel with, like... with capitalism, they would prefer you to work all, all seven days, let's say. Oh, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Right. So it's almost like the companies are chugging forward and the government's like, hey, let's... Uh, We're here to think we want to help, some, help uh, citizens as well, maybe right? That's, maybe that's the relationship. It's like government's really there as like a um like a like a barrier like just just don't get too out of hand yeah you know and then the companies like play within those barriers yeah and then the, that that's where like you don't want too much monopolies right yeah which will also be affecting capitalism or business in a way so okay so I, those I bring, are things that are yeah yeah, yeah, yeah at your point i i bring this up because i'm like where, who do you who do you yell at do you yell at the government to like change their policy or do you yell at the company by boycotting them and all that to like change their ways? Yeah, that's, that's business. If you don't like their business, you don't go to them. But, but you have like specific amount of energy points. Where's the most effective outlet for your energy points to see change? You think it's voting? I think voting has a big impact, yeah. For instance, yeah. like, uh, like especially with the U.S. with the with the abortion thing, all that happened oh, yeah. because Trump was in office, right? He right, was the one right. who elected those Supreme Court leaders, and now. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. Maybe it is the government that has. The, I don't know. I just like, like, for, I was so convinced that it was businesses because I I found out that like, businesses like. They they contribute so no, much they, to GDP. Uh, uh, so it's they like, are, they are to together. The yeah, they are together. Like businesses are good for, um, like the country's economic health and everything. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And you know, people like get money out of politics. Yeah. Right. So I was like, okay, so businesses are the problem. That's my my framework. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, but maybe like think about yeah. The then problem. think about like since that the abortion thing happened in the U.S. Then there's a lot of these other companies like I think it was like Netflix or Facebook, uh, Apple, and are uh, like they will pay for. Or like they're, yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. get so better like insurance to be able to fly out if they need the abortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But why do they do that though? It's also they yeah. save money. Who say? Wait, what? Who Company. saves money? Yeah, because they don't have to pay for paternity leave. Paternity leave. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's more. Wow, that's actually super interesting. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, then you have to pay out. Because that's a huge hassle. You have to rehire somebody, yeah. retrain them yeah. just for the one year, and yeah. then like let them go. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> I didn't think about that. 
there's always like a layers to it. Yeah, you know of course. I mean? Yeah. Businesses only want to save money. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Save money and make money. Right. So it's like, like, would this be a fair analogy? Like, if we're playing baseball, the businesses are like the players, and then the government's like the umpire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that reframed it in my mind. Uh, anything else about... Uh, no. no. <laughs> um, well, I mean, like, I exhausted my, my topics for this week, but I did want to get into Elon Musk... And his like growing controversies. I we talked about it like last week as well, mm-hmm. but just it was it was still like top of my social media feed. And I'm like, like, where where are you gonna go with your image now? You know, you feel I feel like he's become attacked so much in the media that like to say you're an Elon Musk fan now that people have like this like double perspective yeah, on yeah, you, yeah. you know what I mean like I, I'm a huge fan of Joe Rogan so like I post a lot of stuff and even my mom like when Joe Rogan was going under fire my mom was like oh you listen to that podcast guy oh, he's so bad I'm like you don't even know anything about him you know but like I feel like they're doing that with Elon Musk now too like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but he's been I mean on my social media feeds he's been pretty relatively quiet I'd say quiet yeah yeah, yeah. but like he himself but right. saying like you're a supporter of him now is kind of like you know, it's, it's got like a weird. Yeah, I guess know. so. Yeah, yeah. But it changed over time here and there. Someone else will be the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, do you think it's like solely because he's the most like richest person in the world? Well, yeah, they're, they're going to keep looking into him. Everybody, no one has a clean slate, right? So. No, but like, do you think it's it's solely because like he is? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Rich and like outspoken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you're not hearing about Jeff Bezos, you're not hearing about Oh, that's Tim true. Cook. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. Because that was a big thing, right? Like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Yeah, well, but what was the big thing about Jeff Bezos when he had the divorce and the amount of money that he had to give his wife, right? That was the big true. news. But, you know, he's relatively quiet. In and how bad he treats his employees at Amazon and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that happened at those times. But, like, um,. But in general, there isn't much to talk about him because he's not really outspoken. Oh, that's interesting. In the public, right? It's like such a double-edged sword, eh? You want to, like, you want to you can as a society. Yeah, and, like, as a billionaire, you you have influence, right? And anything that you say, any small thing or not, you, you don't really have freedom of speech in a way, right? Because any little thing that yeah. you say is then scrutinized Isn't can be scrutinized you, yeah. you hit a certain point of popularity where you as an individual have no rights anymore no you have rights but it's like the ramifications of your decisions are mm-hmm. so dire yeah, yeah, at yeah. a certain point yeah yeah you know like like even how he like did the stock market thing you know yeah. just like doing that tweet boom changed everything <laughs> yeah yeah weird or right? even the bitcoin thing right so any anything he could say just affects the whole market right that's the yeah, yeah. Yeah, crazy. It's like, it's like to wield so much power, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Joe Rogan was talking about that. He's like, if I change who I am just because I'm pop, because people are like, oh, you have a voice now, so you need to like yeah, yeah, be yeah. like considerate of your, um, like what you say and do, you know? And he's like, well, then I wouldn't be as successful because that's how I got successful, mm-hmm. you know? But, yeah. but then it's like, 
do you have a obligation at that point? Like, wait here, let, let me ask this question. Not, not from his point of view, not from his point of view. Let me ask you. Like, let's say, imagine we have like a billion listeners. Okay, we don't. But if, if, <laughs> yeah. if you had a billion listeners, would you adjust what you say? Or would you just still speak candidly? I think I think it would still be I don't think it would be as candid and I feel like we'll have to be more what we're talking about make sure that we're actually right and to right. what isn't, we're talking about exactly isn't that interesting <laughs> yeah. anonymity gives you freedom yeah whereas like you like free speech only applies if you're anonymous <laughs> or like you're small enough yeah 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 but when you're single out in a crowd, free speech is not a thing anymore. Well, I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, by law, you still have the free speech. But the thing is that your influence of other people will have big impacts, right? Yeah. So that is something that you do have to think about. Interesting, right? Like yeah. it's almost like um, a double-edged sword. Fame is a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And another thing I heard that was really interesting was not really related to that, but um, America is an experiment in self-governance. I didn't think about it like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? It's like we, like, democracy came from uh, America, right? They popularized it. Sure. Right? And that's like a 200-year journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? We were, we were looking at the timelines before. I don't know if we mentioned on the podcast, but when when America was actually founded, how many years was that? It was like 300 most, something like that? Yeah, probably the start, the start of it, like when they've, but like like founded as like unified as america was probably at just over 200 years ago yeah and then that's when government systems and like structures like voting all that yeah, yeah. Play, figuring right? out all that yeah right yeah. so if you look at the actual timeline of you know human history this is a relatively short amount of time but we don't think of it as a short time because we were born in the middle of it mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah isn't that a trip imagine yeah. if you were like if the lifespan was like 300 years mm -hmm. and then you saw America get built mm -hmm. and then now you're watching what it's become, you're like, you'd have a better frame of reference as like, Oh, this was just a short experiment, mm -hmm. you know? Cause most of the, most of human history was not run like this. Right. Yeah. 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 Cause they wanted to really step away from any monarch systems, right? Yeah, they wanted totally. the people to separation be. of church and state too. Right. Yeah. And when you think about it like that, I think that answers my question. Like I only recently heard about this, the experiment in self-governance that actually ex explained, um, that answers my question as to why I was saying it feels like kingdoms is the best way to do it. Cause I was looking at history and I was like, why are we having so many clashes now? Well, I mean, the reason they left was because. No, no, of course, of course. Right? Like you said like that, that was your point. It's like, well, we evolved into this, right? This like democratic system. I don't know. It's, it's like, will it turn out to be the best way forward or not? I don't know. No, I think I think that as a democratic system that we we can make changes to rules to laws, right? Okay. I feel like under kingdom, it's like you're following a yeah, family. For sure. No, no, but but with the kingdom, at least you're successioned in. No, I know, but you're just following whatever the family wants. So if there's like a bad, mm, okay, I see what you're saying. Bad, like ruler. But that's why in France they you know killed the sure, but kings. that doesn't happen everywhere, right? Necessarily. Uh, yeah, fair point. 
You're right. right. Moses tried that, right? He went to Egypt and was like, let my people go. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't always work. Right, yeah. So it depends on how much power they have or not have, right? So, And how much can you convince the whole population to go against them? And how, does that, how often does that happen? It's almost like when you look at history, there are these points of no return. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like when you really think about it, right? Like um, the invention of electricity, point of no return yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going forward with this yeah, yeah, yeah. uh democracy we're going forward with this um what else internet we're going forward with this mm-hmm. and it's like you can't go back you yeah, can't put no. the genie back in the bottle yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you're just always moving forward from whatever it is. Yeah, yeah 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 utilizing that new technology or that new frame of reference mm-hmm. interesting yeah because then you never know where it's like, what's the next disruptive technology that's going to change? <laughs> well, you know? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. And it is weird to think of it like that. It's like, for most of human history, everything was like kingdoms, and then America got formed. And then you're like, oh, this is a whole new way to do things. Yeah, and from America came a lot of... Exactly, bunch, yeah. Bunch of different things, right? Internet, technology, all that stuff <laughs> came from, right? <laughs> Which is all recent years. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> yeah. But that's because, were, you know, the, the slogan of America, like, this is a new world. You want oh, to go there too. Oh, okay. You know what's actually, opportunities. You, yeah. you know they're like we, we, we were like monkeys in trees, right? And then all of a sudden, they couldn't figure out what it was that made us intelligent enough to start forming into societies and stuff. And like, it it's been like debated by scientists for so long. Like, oh, was it the mushrooms that made the monkeys think outside the box? Was it like cooking with fire? Was it the opposable thumb? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it, right? Maybe it's none of those things. Maybe it's just like the accidental progression of one thing that speeds up over time. We just don't realize that there are these disruptors that can change things so quickly. Right. Like, because like, like America, from America started everything, like internet, electricity, um, space travel. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. What, what uh, space travel before America? No. No, I mean, what there was, a, there was that? Com- competition between Russia and america yeah but the competition like okay so you mean getting to the moon or? yeah like like we like competition yeah but these bread. are all very these are all less than 100 years ago right less than that's what i mean that's what i mean it's yeah. like we think it's like thousands of years of evolution to like get us from like like how did we form into this what we are now it's like maybe it doesn't take thousands of years mm-hmm. maybe it just takes like one disruptive idea yeah and i think america was a disruptive idea right yeah in general Compared to other... Exactly, yeah. They, yeah. they like, literally left. Yeah. I feel like a lot, of, a lot of times with Kingdom, you want to just keep it the same because then you're still keeping... You keep power. Yeah. You can't do changes. But isn't that scary, though? Like, how disruptive things can change mm-hmm. with one small thing? Yeah. It, right? It's like, a trickle-down effect kind of thing, yeah. It, it's almost like, who knows, in, like, 30 years, we might, we might actually all be living online, and then it's indistinguishable from... Mm-hmm. Like the way we live our lives 30 years from now, like fully online, it's like we couldn't even fathom, you know, living yeah, 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 in yeah, Roman yeah. times. And we keep going, and it, I think the progression keeps getting faster and faster. Faster and faster. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was something super innocuous, like w- that made us go from like tree monkeys to mm-hmm. like human beings. Mm-hmm. Because like all these things were super innocuous. Mm-hmm. There wasn't like anything that was like, you know, like such a, it was like small disruptors that launched huge things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
electricity was a mm. big one because mm-hmm. like allowed us to power things the invention of like the car you mm-hmm. can go longer distances yeah yeah right but like innovation is at such light speed right because like if you actually look at history right for like thousands like, of like, years uh, Rome, i just want to bring something up because i remember uh, that just because you brought up the car and driving and i think uh, Il- uh neil degrasse has tweeted something where it's like the price of gas like 50 years ago to today and we drive I think technically we're paying less because we can drive even longer and further. Okay. Oh, and cars equivalent? are even more efficient. They're equivalent? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So we're technically, we're paying even cheaper, I would say, before, right? Yeah, if it was relative to yeah. that time. Yeah. Because like, before, too, the cars weren't as efficient. The distances weren't as big as what we have today. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go far with a car. Yeah. Yeah, that... Dude, that's so trippy to think about, actually. <laughs> like, just the simple fact that within this, like, less than 100-year time span, look how far we've come. Yeah. But then Rome, Greece, they were around for thousands of years. Yeah. But they didn't have our level of... Right, yeah. Right? So like, how much is going to keep changing? That? Yeah. Yeah, because we're still relatively young. We, we are, and it's like nothing's slowing down. Moore's law, right? Mm-hmm. Every year, the speed, the processing power has to double, but the cost or something like that has to uh, reduce. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you would figure out the exact definition of Moore's law, but it's like it's a technological term where it's like you have to have double the progression over time. Right. Of like yeah. power. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So where will we be? It might actually be like a completely alien. Well, this is actually hitting me right now as we're talking about this. Like, I didn't even think about this before. Because mm-hmm. it's like our innovation speed is really, really high relative to like history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now especially we're doing like every year, like Apple has a new phone. So they exactly, have to be better than, exactly, the, yes. than the previous years. So That's weird. That's really <laughs> weird to think about. And then that brings up more questions of like, alien intervention like you know you know what i mean like (laughs) what i could see how you would think that something's Mm -hmm. driving this innovation Mm -hmm. you know there's this um there's a line that gets uh, tossed around a lot it's like we are the sex organs of the machine world it's like the the butterfly the cocoon that's right sorry a caterpillar doesn't know why it's building the cocoon okay but it'll become a butterfly Right. right so we are now so obsessed with technology that it's like we almost don't know that we're about to give birth to AI and AI is going to take over. Mm-hmm. No more human beings. Mm-hmm. But we don't know why we're so obsessed with innovation. Why must we have the most latest, greatest thing? <laughs> right? There's something innate in us like, I need this tool. Yeah. 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 Weird, right? And then if we merge with AI... Mm-hmm. Then it's like that's a whole new species. It's not Homo sapien anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess Trippy. when that happens, like Homo sapiens are like dead. You know what I mean? Like, Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. If if robots can reproduce, which they saw those robots symbiotically reproducing, mm-hmm. it looked like mud or whatever. I think I sent you the video. It looked like mud, and then they were like, "This is a organic yeah. right yeah, robot." Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. "What?" Yeah. Yeah, that would be, yeah. It's almost like a freaking, like, if this was a movie, like a horror movie, it's like, from deep space, a robot 
sent a rover to Earth <laughs> and then influenced like Thomas Edison. And then Thomas Edison got this idea and then he like started this whole chain reaction. Right. right. You know? So it's, it's almost like that's the real invasion of aliens at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is true, but like you yeah, can yeah, see yeah, it would yeah, be yeah. a movie, right? Like yeah, yeah, how yeah. best would an alien take over civilization mm-hmm. if not through ideas. It's almost like the freaking uh last of us the ant that had the virus okay yeah yeah yeah. and then it would like so if you don't know what we're talking about it's like the oh what kind of ant was it it's the there's a cordyceps virus cordyceps, yeah. thank you humans eat that too a cordyceps mushrooms mm-hmm. it was tripping me out because like um there's these mushroom powders that you can like um drink for cognitive function and i was drinking them for a bit but they were cordyceps mushrooms and i was like isn't this the ant thing it's kind of freaking <laughs> me out but whatever so like how best to so a cordyceps mushroom like the ant will eat it it'll be compelled to climb to the highest point and then the the mushroom spore will grow out of its head and then explode and then infect other ants in the area that's how yeah that's how that that fungus gets around mm-hmm. this is real stuff this is not a thing yeah, yeah, it's yeah. real <laughs> and um and they based the the video game last of us and the zombies off of this concept yeah so what if like technology was the same thing mm-hmm. it's like it's invaded us and then now we're like we're under this zombie like you know um pursuit for more and more innovation mm-hmm. till it just takes over right yeah maybe that's like a horror movie like scenario mm-hmm. if we were like writing a script for something you'd use that but also at the same time it's like that could actually be what's going on yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you really think about it you know it's like how how much more do we live our lives online mm-hmm. Every, everything is online right and then you think about like ai advertising systems why why is your tiktok feed so curated mm-hmm. to what you like yeah you know and then it's like pushing you in a certain well, I mean, direction. yeah, I think, I think life is algorithm-based, right? So that's, yes. that's what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Trippy. Mm-hmm. Trippy. And if, if all life is algorithm-based, then it's all determined. Yeah. It's mathematical, <laughs> you know? But like, without getting into that, but yeah, that's, that's actually a really trippy thing to think about. We could, that could be the next phase of human evolution mm-hmm. or like destruction, that could be the Armageddon. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably two things. Yeah, one of those two things. <laughs> yeah, trippy, right? Would you get it? Would you get like a chip? Would I get a chip? I mean, I wouldn't be the first one. But... No, no, me either, right? No. But like, especially if it hurt, I'd be like, no. Yeah, I got depends. I think it's depends. I don't know. Like if everyone, like if it was like a cell phone. Yeah. If the chip in the brain was like a cell phone. Everyone's getting a cell phone, bro. Mm-hmm. Just get a cell phone. I feel like it's still a hard sell. I don't no, know. No, no, but like now it's a hard sell. Yeah, of yeah, course yeah. now it's a hard sell. But like let's say 200 years down the line, cell phones are like microchips in the brain are like cell phones. Mm-hmm. Would you get one? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone's got one. I, it's almost like, like you know, like GPS. Mm-hmm. So, so subtle. But it's like if I didn't have a smartphone... I wouldn't have GPS. Right, right. So you'll be like, bro, the use case is totally there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, okay. Like, install in my brain. Then what's the next thing? And what's yeah, the yeah, next yeah. thing? It's like, we are going to become a robot. <laughs> and we won't even realize we're becoming a robot. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they say that about history too, like the Enlightenment period and like the Renaissance. They didn't know those were the periods until after. Yeah. It was like 300 <laughs> years later. They're like, what happened back then? And then mm. they would like define it as that was the period. But when you're in it, you don't know what's happening. You're right. Yeah. So we could be in that period right now. Mm-hmm. The transitionary period between like cyborg life. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the tests are all happening now. Right. That's so. what I mean, right? Like Neuralink. Mm-hmm. And then if that becomes the case, it's like we we could be on the precipice of a whole new line of human evolution. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Leave that with you to ponder and be scared about. Anything else about that, Mish? Well, yeah, no, it just reminds me of like Black Mirror. Like, yes, Black Mirror. Yeah, it's like, it's like you're trying to warn us. Yeah. But it's like, no, but even if I tell you what's going to happen, it's going to happen anyways. Mm-hmm. Because it's convenience. Like human beings are like obsessed with convenience. Yeah. And because of this pursuit for convenience, of course we're going to choose these things. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have like this war between the, the organics and the non-organics, <laughs> you know, the people that live in the forests and like camp, they live off the land. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they're not going to be as strong as us, as smart as us. Mm-hmm. I like, yeah, it, it's going to be the, uh, it's got to take steps where it's uh, more, like we already do it, right? Wearables are that. Exactly. That's what I mean. Right. That's what I mean. That's why I was like, so we've got to get more used to, yeah, yeah. Like the cell phone is not a wearable, right? There's a, there's a breakage in the link, like not watch is a wearable, yeah. right? Yeah, That's yeah, getting yeah. more closer and closer with skin. And then. For sure. Yeah. And then it's just going to be, but I did stop wearing my, um, my tracker. It was too much for me. It was like, this too much data. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you need to find that balance now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like there's a lot more people buying it, right? So it's oh, like, yeah, like everyone yeah, I see is doesn't using it. That's an individual experience that you had, but I feel like in the grand scheme of things, oh, it's, oh my god, you just okay when you're like, oh yeah, everyone's buying it. Okay, I ask you all this question: How many people have opted for an Apple Watch versus a normal watch? Uh, Apple like, Watch more, yeah. They're um, crazy majority. Yeah, I see everyone having it. Like everyone's got an Apple Watch. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's almost like you're, you must be a watch connoisseur if you don't have an Apple watch. It's like, why did you pick that watch? Mm -hmm. You know? And if it was that easy for most people to get an Apple watch, how easy would it be for them to get a microchip in the brain? Right. Yeah. Trippy. Yeah. Like it's more about like, well, it's a slow process in the sense of. I feel like no, it'll no, happen. No, no, no. I, I don't think it's a slow. I think it's a subtle process. I said, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll agree with that. Because um, you don't know what's happening. I was just like, oh, that new Apple Watch guy. You don't have an Apple Watch, bro. You get your text on the yeah, phone, it, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah no. Or I got watch, this other, yeah, yeah, but it's it's really implementing on uh, when it's because it's more implemented on health aspects. It's actually like um, I feel like that's where it's going to go. Like all these things. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any implementation or chip you're going to add, it's more. It's going to start with health related. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that, that's um, uh, Elon Musk perceived for Neuralink. He's like, this is more for paraplegics, actually, versus like the consumer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then naturally, once the paraplegics have it, um, then you're going to move it to con- consumers. Yeah. You know, because then there's going to be like a huge difference. If you don't know what a paraplegic is, um, it's like somebody who can't move their body. But then theoretically, with this microchip, they're going to be able to move their body again because the chip will send signals to the br- uh, to the brain. Whereas the spine was affected. Mm-hmm. So if that happens, then it's like, well, I want, or no, I hear example. Like, like eventually we're like plugging in like the matrix and uh, like, oh, I know Kung Fu or something like that. Or like teaching you Could things. Could be, you, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. All right. So 
okay, this is actually real. So um, I just saw this neuroscientist. They were doing this in the hippocampus in the brain is where you hold memories. Okay. So what they did is there's this person who couldn't remember anything. Right. So um, what they were doing was actually I have two stories about this. What they're doing is this person would come in, tell a joke, and then he'd be like, Oh, that's so funny. Then he'd go back in, tell the same joke. And then it'd be less funny. Go back in, tell the same joke again, less funny. Every time they noticed it was getting less and less funny, even though he couldn't consciously remember where it was, it was encoded in his hippocampus. So he was able to, um, uh, like, like know what was coming without actually knowing directly, mm-hmm. then knowing consciously. Right. So it's like, we know that memories get stored there. Okay. So now the second question is, can you transfer memories from one hippocampus to another mm-hmm. hippocampus? They did this with mice. So they were able to teach mice to drink in a specific, unique way, water. Mm-hmm. They downloaded that memory, put it into the no- another mice's hippocampus, and then that mouse knew how to do it. <laughs> so it's like, now we just extrapolate that. You literally could download and no kung fu. Right. Yeah trippy mm-hmm. like actually super yeah, yeah, trippy that's interesting yeah <laughs> right yeah, yeah, like, yeah okay so if that's the case who wouldn't get that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like bro it just takes me two it takes you five years to learn jujitsu bro dude <laughs> it's gonna take me like two seconds hold on let me download it yeah, yeah, yeah and then they're better than you yeah you're like okay i need to get this chip too mm-hmm. right convenience yeah trippy and then that's the whole thing it's like it's subtle and then all of a sudden we're just gonna look back in history and be like oh that's when we merged with machines Mm -hmm. human and machine became one you could see it right yeah yeah, i can see it i could see it too and it's like and it'll be so subtle nobody will even Mm -hmm. notice because literally everyone wears an apple watch yeah unless you're making a conscious decision not to wear an apple watch yeah that's different yeah trippy Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just something to think about. <laughs> any any final thoughts about that? No, it's interesting to see Matrix like coming called back, it right. Called yeah, it, yeah, right? So, yeah. I mean, like even today we're using words like red pill, blue pill. Yeah. Still, it was so seminal. Like, yeah. That thing really boom exploded everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Go watch the Matrix. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Until next time. Uh, that that would be that's actually really true. If you listened all the way through this podcast, like that is really like really think about that one. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're gonna be like fifty years down the line, and then you won't even notice how subtle the takeover of technology was. Mm. It, it's it's like when we were talking. It's when you mentioned the Apple Watch, and I was like, oh my god, I see everyone with Apple Watch. <laughs> Bank tellers, chefs, um, <laughs> servers, everyone. Yes. You know what it is too about the Apple Watch. They all look the same, so it puts us all on an even, um, like, no hierarchy. Because watches before were used as a means to, like, differentiate your status, right? It's like, oh, I got a Rolex. Right. But now, like, a billionaire also has an Apple Watch. Mm -hmm. I think Ryan Reynolds has an Apple Watch. Mm -hmm. And I saw that, and I was like, oh, that's normal. That's, like, like, he's not wearing, like, a crazy watch. He's like, yeah, I have an Apple Watch. Mm -hmm. So then it, it, it's all about convenience features. And I feel like that's what it hits convenience, but also, also like uniformity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we're all the same. Yeah. Trippy. <laughs> all right. Till next time. Tazy Vish. Peace. Bye. Bye.
All right, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things, and check out our sponsors, Zenroll Clothing Co., Portion Bakery, and Podbean. Take it easy, Fish. Peace.